This is a HeadGum Podcast. This episode is sponsored by Athletic Greens, a product I use literally every day. I started taking Athletic Greens because I don't have time to take a million multivitamins. You're a busy man. All these pills. Exactly. I've been on it for a number of, all year so far in 2022, mm-hmm. and I love it. It doesn't taste like it's super healthy. It has kind of a mild tropical taste that I actually look forward to every morning. So what is this stuff? Guess what, Tom? With one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. All the dang things, Tom. Um, I take it every morning before my coffee. It's great. I think it helps with uh, absorption there, they they say. Yeah, yeah. And guess what? Um, I'm a vegetarian. This Mm -hmm. is fine with me. It's actually uh, gluten-free, vegan, all that stuff. Yeah, no animal products in there. Uh, Keto, Mm -hmm. paleo. Vegan, dairy you can free, fit it free. into any anything. Guess what? Tons of people take some kind of multivitamin, and it's important to choose one with high quality ingredients that your body will actually absorb. And guess what? It costs you less than three dollars a day. You're investing in your health, and it's cheaper than your dang cold brew habit. Mm-hmm. It's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into the flu and cold season. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash guide. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash guide to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Hello and welcome to the Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I'm one of your hosts, Tom. And I'm Tim. Tim, how are you doing this week? Tom? I'm a little sleepy, uh-huh. but guess what? You and the listener won't be able to tell. <laughs> well, I feel like now that you've said that, I will be able to tell, and I'll probably be mad the whole time. Uh, You're mad at a man for being a little sleepy? Yeah, well, why? In this day and age, in this hustle, bustle world? Yeah. Uh, that reminds I was going to make a like a, a, a joke about uh, you know Sleepy being one of Snow White's seven dwarves. Mm-hmm. But I was reminded I I recently uh, uh, got a real big laugh at a family. I recently had like an extended family Christmas party, right um, in, in, in late February. In late February, because uh, like because of COVID stuff, and then like my my aunt broke her hip, and then like a couple of people oh, caught sorry. COVID. So it's like, and then by the time all that was done, it's like, eh, it's already January. <laughs> like, let's, we'll figure something, we'll push it out. But, uh, so it was like the first time, uh, a bunch of us had seen each other in, in a bit since my birthday last April. Wow. And, um, uh, my brother, sister-in-law and niece had recently gone to Disney world. Uh, my, my niece is three and like had a blast and, uh, my uncle was asking my brother, uh, or like ask, asking my niece actually like, Oh, who'd you meet? And she's like, I met Minnie and Goofy and Minnie Mouse. Minnie Mouse. 
and she's on a first name basis. Uh, but yeah. then she was like, yeah, Impressive. She, yeah, who else did you meet? Did you meet uh, Snow White or Dopey? And Tim, I didn't even miss a beat. And I went, no, my brother was there. It's great. Pro- brought, did, uh, brought the house dopey. down. Brought the house down. My brother socked me in the face. <laughs> threw me out of his <laughs> I mean, house. Your brother has a temper. And and he said, uh, he I, with fire I told you last time, no more chances. <laughs> <laughs> no more dopey jokes. I, that wasn't the first time you, you no. referred to him as uh, dopey. Yeah, he's like, I didn't want to invite you anyway, because you always do this. You always call me dopey in front of the whole family. It was dopey's deal. He had big ears and his hat was too big for his head. Yeah, and he was just kind of like gangly. Yeah. He was more dorky than dopey, I would argue. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's, it always seemed way too convenient that all these uh, these guys had names <laughs> that uh, went along with the things that they did. And Sneezy? Yeah. Like, if I was Sneezy, Tim, I'd, I'd, never freak, heard I'd of do a something nickname. about that. I don't think that, that th- these were their Christian names. It was just, you know, these were seven men who decided to live. They live in a cave together or something? Yeah, they lived in a cave together. Yeah, the seven men that lived in a cave together. So already taking an unorthodox uh, swing at life there. And I think probably yeah. at some point they were like, we're not going to go by our old names anymore. We're going to go by... Uh, our, you know, most noticeable attribute. Right. But what I'm saying is sneezy. Mm -hmm. If if my most notable attribute was that I sneezed all the time, I'd freaking do something about it. And I understand that, like, I don't know when this this story takes place. It's Uh probably before you could go to, like, a... Um, Allergist. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say, it sounds like sneezy probably had uh, seasonal allergies. Well, well, it's clearly not seasonal allergies because uh, his his round the year round nickname, as you're saying, and I think it's his actual name is Sneezy. But maybe his allergies are like so bad in the spring. Maybe all these guys got together in the spring. Yeah, and it was just never, like I don't think I've ever seen. Have you ever seen that movie, Snow White? When I was a kid, yeah. but yeah, I don't like. That's one of those movies where it's like everybody knows the story. But then when I think about it, that's one of those. It's like an hour long. I think the movie, right? I think it's not yeah, like, it's like everyone knows length. the story, but like what she eats an apple and falls asleep or is that sleeping beauty? Uh, Do I, they all fall asleep? Yeah, I don't all know. The princesses no, fall she asleep? has like a poison apple. I think, I think the, the apple kills her. And then, uh, like, the the prince's kiss brings her back to life. Huh? I told you about the time I I had a friend that uh, uh, was brought back to life by the <laughs> kiss of a prince. No, that true love. that uh, that uh, hooked up with a, a Disney World Snow White. Oh yeah, got, got, <laughs> I like that. Like yeah, I, I bragged about somebody I know <laughs> hooking up with somebody. No, because some, it was just shocking to me because some college student that played Snow White at Disney World over I the summer. I was just very impressed. He got Snow White to write her number in his autograph book. Oh yeah, yeah. He had to go buy an autograph book because they aren't allowed to like sign other things. Oh really? Yeah. So you had to like go go get an autograph book, and then she because it was, makes sense that you couldn't get like Mickey Mouse to sign like the uh, or Mayan Kampf. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, um, but yeah, he, he got her number, and they uh, they they went out for a drink, and they made out. 
Wow. He was very disappointed. On Disney grounds? No, not on Disney Were they ground. in downtown Disney? Uh, I don't know if they were in downtown Disney. That's a good question. But he was very disappointed that she was actually like blonde, didn't have like uh, black hair. <laughs> <laughs> wow, this, I don't know who this guy is, but uh, well, she she had the wig at least. I think it, handy. I don't. I don't. I don't want to know any more about this. <laughs> Are you a guy, Tom, that uh-huh. wants to go to Disney World at any point? Um, yes and no. I'd like to have like an all expense paid trip to Disney World. Right. I mean, okay. <laughs> so you're. It's something you'd like to do, but it's not something you're willing to invest the amount of yeah, money. Yeah, no, that is necessary. I think as as like, do you think you'd have fun at Disney World if you yes, went? Yes, absolutely. And in what context do you think you would have fun in Disney World? I think like, in any just going context. with your girlfriend, or do you think it would be like, oh, you know, my niece would need to be there because mm-hmm. like I need to see things through the eyes of a child. Uh, I think both would be fun. I think it would be, it would probably be more fun if I was there with uh, with my niece or or a kid or something. But uh, yeah. but I think I'd I'd have my own fun. I'd make my own fun, even if I was Sarah on my own, even if my girlfriend didn't come. Well, that, that to me seems what right? just a forty just year like, old man wandering around Disney World alone. <laughs> I mean, Hope, look, hoping no, to see joy through the eyes of a child. <laughs> but I mean, like, what if you what if you just walk in and make a beeline to Space Mountain because that's cool, uh-huh. right? Yeah, it's just like no, I'm just here, and also. Now that they got that Star Wars stuff, yeah, I'm sure there's a, a ton of like adult male single rider riders there that are just like. So you're I saying maybe I could make some friends, some Star Wars friends? Exactly. I've, <laughs> I've been encouraging you to go out and and finally make some Star Wars friends. Well, we'll see how it, the the new season of The Mandalorian is, Tim. <laughs> that will decide it for me. What about when uh, the Marvel Land opens? That is Tony open. Stark presents. Or it's Marvel. at least it's at least open in California, and it sounds like it kind of sucks. It sounds like there's really uh, not like that much to do. That Star Wars uh, Galaxy Cruise or something, I think it's called um, Galaxy's Edge. Galaxy's Edge. Um, it sounds like that really sucks, and it's like six thousand dollars a night or something insane. Well, the the thing that is like an immersive experience. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, but also like, who's saying it sucks? Some like thirty eight year old guy who, like, spent no, like it, no, no, half no, his net I'm, worth going no, there for because three I, nights. I think those people are going to be like, no, it was the best. It it made me happy for the first time ever. Um, no, this is like journalists that went there. Um, yeah, they sent what, Woodward and Bernstein there, Tim. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So right. go well, ahead. Far be with it your... from me to yeah, exactly, exactly to, to impugn their their journalistic <laughs> yeah. integrity. They're like these guys will get to the bottom of it. Yeah, and they did, and it wasn't pretty. Yeah, sounds like no. It was like you know they. Uh, I guess, I guess the packages. It's like packages. You can't just go there and be like, I want to stay one night or I want to stay a week. I think it's like you stay two nights. And everybody stays two nights, you know? Right. Can um, you? Well, then they make you kind of like they, a cruise. Okay. Because because all the experiences, it, it's like telling a story. It sounds like through those two days that you're there, that then like culminates in like a battle if, that everybody sees. And if you were there on the first day and a battle was happening, you'd be like, oh boy, 
It looks like I'll be checking out of this hotel. There are battles happening in the yeah, it's in when the they atrium. show like uh, the third the third reel of the movie uh, yeah. before the first reel. Exactly. So, but but uh, I guess like a bunch of journalists went and they got a condensed like four hour version of all that stuff, and they were like, parts of this are cool. I would not spend six grand on this. Uh, especially what is it? Six grand for a family? Six grand for a family of four for I believe uh, two nights. Oh, that's a lot for two nights. Yeah, Damn, that's three thousand dollars a night. Yeah, uh, maybe it's three nights, but I think it's two. But like the cabins are they're they're like cruise ship cabins for no discernible reason, just like very because very that's, tiny. That's how you would sleep on the imperial destroyer or whatever not necessarily because maybe i mean wouldn't you want to be like a high roller on the imperial starship or whatever you wouldn't want to be you know just a a guy buying a coach (laughs) fare on these things like sell sell the fucking fantasy you're spending again six thousand dollars so yeah i think if i did spend six thousand dollars i would be like you know what? I assume that's gonna at least buy me like business class on this uh, galactic star cruiser. Do you get a working lightsaber? No, but one of the actors at the end has a working lightsaber. So you get to like watch him. Ray, her, Tim Ray from the new Star Wars that everybody likes. Um, she she has that like prototype one where she's like. I don't think so, pal. And presses the button. It goes, and like the the beam actually comes out. And it's not a beam; it's like a piece, but it comes from the the handle. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, yeah I know what you mean. <laughs> I got one of those at the circus one time. <laughs> oh, Tim, it's it's nicer than the ones you get at the circus. Uh, you know what? This is going on a little bit more of a tangent. <laughs> well, here. it's nicer than the ones you get at the circus, but at the same time, watching the video is like, oh, very clearly when they're having, you know, when it's her and Kylo Ren having a lightsaber duel, the lightsabers cannot touch or else they will break. So they're like <laughs> pulling their swings like a foot from each other. So, yeah, it's like I would have rather like find a way to clever have her do that and then walk behind a pillar or something where she grabs a different one. That then she yeah. can really whack the hell out of them with it. Yeah, I want to see these two um, college kids dressed up as Star Wars uh, characters really whack the other. hell out of each other and then make out with me on Disney grounds yeah, afterwards. I, I, Downtown I, Disney. Yeah, I paid $6,000. I deserve it. Yeah, bring your freaking uh, Jedi I wanna, robe. I want to see. I'm going to be. I want to be. At first, I want to be able to wear my Jedi robe. I want to see. Uh, uh, Ray kill Kylo Ren, and I want to see blood. I want to see real blood. And then I want to sit in the back booth at Planet Hollywood. <laughs> Why would I take her to Planet Hollywood? Why wouldn't I just, you know, take her to a fancy cocktail bar on the Star Cruiser? Because why the hell wouldn't you go to Planet Hollywood, Tom? It's right there in downtown Disney. <laughs> oh, is it? Well, I think this is pretty far from downtown Disney, but you're right. Yeah, I would, I would insist on going to Planet Hollywood. And and the whole and the whole time I uh, I don't know what my girlfriend would do I don't know. Tom, <laughs> I gotta s- set her so up with Kylo Ren. Exactly. Yeah. No. It's, it'd be a whole weird this man, thing this man between needs, the two of you. This man needs to be taken care of. I don't want to brag, Tom. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But I got a, a very uh, 
exciting opportunity um, to um, be pitched on a timeshare in the Orlando area. <laughs> oh, wow. How'd you get an opportunity like that? But also, Tom, uh-huh. it's one of those things where it's like six nights for like $250 or something. Yeah, uh-huh. You just got to go to like eight hours worth of like timeshare <laughs> seminars. Right. But you also get a $250 gift card to Planet Hollywood. Whoa. You would so be. So like yeah. you're offsetting your costs for the whole week. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and you get to have a, a, a probably two meals at, at Planet Hollywood. Oh. What could be better? Yeah. Two nice meals, I would say. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so, the last time I was thinking, me and you head down there. <laughs> oh, all right, yeah. I mean, they wouldn't be able to like sell us a timeshare because we'd be like, ah, we're not gonna, we're not gonna go we're on not. vacation together again. <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. This is why I was asking. You know, what would it take for you to go to to go to Disney World? And yeah. Have a good time. I, I hey, I'm down. Can you drink timeshare adventure during like the timeshare pitches? I think so. Right, uh, but then it's America. We'll, yeah, but then we, well, it's probably, Florida. Yeah, they pro- yeah they probably encourage <laughs> you. They probably the serve drinks. Yeah, because <laughs> uh, then it might not be that bad to sit through. I mm. would prefer too if if I could just like sit through eight hours worth in one day. Right. Yeah, you know what, Tom? The letter actually said ninety minutes to ninety, uh, 90 minutes to two hours. Wow, that's um, not. Yeah, I'm in. We should go to one too that it's like, uh, like in Spanish or something. So like we we can't even pick up most of it. So that even if we wanted to buy a timeshare, <laughs> we're like, well, this know, is man. all this is falling on deaf ears. I'm I'm understanding every fifth word or so here. Well, what if they say like in Spanish, like uh, smile politely if you agree to be bound by the terms and conditions. Well, what if they say mi casa es su casa? And I'm like, well, I know. Oh, well, they got me. That's uh, that is a nice sentiment. <laughs> I would I would <laughs> like this for to be my casa as well. Tim, this week, uh, we all know it's battery week here at the Kabuki Guide to Everything headquarters. Wasting all this time not talking about batteries for the last well, 15 minutes. Well, you know, what What? What do you use to power a lightsaber? Well, in Star Wars, you use a kyber crystal. But no, it's not the Force? I think it's the Force. No, um, it's not the Force, because somebody without the Force can pick up a lightsaber, turn it on. Then why can't the freaking guests at Galaxy's Edge do that? I don't know. You probably can. Six thousand dollars. You can. Yeah. Well, you can't. You can probably buy other lightsabers. I think you just can't touch their prototype one that really works. It's not because you don't have the force. I think it's just (laughs) that they're like. I think. I think they probably don't even have like an in-universe explanation. It's probably like, well, in the Star Wars universe, just like the our universe, you can't just take something from someone. (laughs) No, I just mean (laughs) they don't have to have some reason to not give it to you. No, I mean in the story that you're that you're role playing in. Uh Yeah. Presumably, you're not a Jedi, and you don't have the Force. Mm-hmm. No, I think sometimes you do. So give the guest a lightsaber that they can use. I think they sell a lightsaber that you can use. But 
Why wouldn't they give it to you? It's six thousand dollars. Because it's it's Disney World, Tim. Because they're like, well, we could give this to you, or we could say, actually, a lightsaber is another two hundred dollars. Right? Because they have that that. Uh, I mean, it's in like the Star Wars land where you can like build your own your own lightsaber. And I think it, it's like two hundred dollars, one hundred and fifty dollars, something like that. No, right. Looks pretty cool. But Tim, we're talking about batteries, Tim. For $10,000, can you explain to me how a battery works? <laughs> For 10000 will you give me $10,000? If you explain it accurately without, I can see the reflection in your glasses where you're you're going online. You have to do it offline. Um, it stores um, energy. Uh-huh. And how and does it... Spits it back do, out and, into your remote control. And how does it... <laughs> that's the first thing you think of is using batteries nowadays. Are you, yeah, you just woken up from 1988? <laughs> Tom, like, you think that people are a lot more interested... In, like, Tom, we can speak freely right now. Say whatever you want. Nobody's, nobody saw this episode title and was like, hey, hello, oh, great, finally. Someone yeah. did an episode on batteries and it's clicking. It's, well, it's a ghost town, Tom. It's crickets here. So so don't try to shame me about like, oh, this guy's not into batteries like the rest of us. Well, no, no, nobody likes batteries. Maybe this will change the way some people think. Um, After the break, I'll be ranking my top six batteries. <laughs> So, yeah, Tim, I think you're going to be eating some humble pie because if anything, right now, people are fast forwarding to the second half just to hear my top six batteries. Yeah. So, um, Tom, can, can you, you explain- not yawn on camera or on <laughs> microphone <laughs> trying Sorry, to talk sad. about batteries, for God's sake? Can Can you explain to me? How a battery works. I can in a way that's like coherent. Yeah. Um, I can kind of explain it. Uh so a battery's got two different ends, a, an anode and a cathode, and that's positive and negative. Right. The, you know, I never understand how any of that stuff are like uh like I never understood uh magnets. Uh like <laughs> yeah. They're really? like, oh, that's positive and it's negative. I was like, that means nothing to me. What is it? It's made of metal or something? <laughs> Wouldn't you like to like know a lot more about how electricity works? Yeah. Right? Like in theory. And not even like, you know, there's some stuff about electricity that's like, ah, no, that stuff's really important. That's just if you like, you know, uh, want to, I don't know, be a physicist or something. But but then there's also the other end of like the knowledge an electrician has about electricity right. and both of those would be pretty helpful because sometimes I have had issues where I've had to like figure out how to supply power to something or how much power I need for something like how long. So like I have a, like a backup battery, a big ass battery um, in the back of my car. And uh, like in in my trunk, and it's got um, for your car in case your car battery. Yeah, dies. it's it's got jumpers okay. attached to it, so we can do that. But it's also got an air compressor, so I can fill up my tires. Um, and what else is? It? Oh, it's like a light, and it has like USB ports and like a cigarette lighter adapter. Nice. So you can use it for a bunch for of cool stuff. guys. Yeah. Well, no, not for <laughs> not for lighting <laughs> cigarettes, Tim. It just has a DC uh, in. 
uh i think it's a 12 volt um but it's a big battery it's heavy it's got you know it's a big yellow thing oh, i'll show it to you the next time you're around you, thanks I'm, yeah I'm sure it sounds like you really want to see it but um and it takes <laughs> walk whatever three blocks to wherever your car is parked <laughs> my car is parked right outside right now which is dangerous wow. for me to say because what if somebody knows what my car looks like and they could come find my car and before you know it they found me yeah. Um, Do you want to give out your license plate to make things a little <laughs> bit more interesting? No, no. I'll tell you offline a funny thing about my license plate, how I remember my license plate number. <laughs> you... Sounds great. <laughs> so, so just to be clear, Tim, here's, what you, here's the night you've got in store for you. After the break, <laughs> I'll be going over my six types of batteries, my six favorite types. And then after mm -hmm. the show, just for you, I'll tell you about the mnemonic device I used to remember my my license plate number. Do you rem do you could do you know your license plate number like off the top of your head? Um, I know sixty percent of it. Oh, well, that's enough, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> um, I was realizing the other day, like I don't. I couldn't even tell you my girlfriend who lives with me. I couldn't even tell you like what, her name, <laughs> what, her first name. <laughs> yeah. And isn't that the wildest thing? Isn't that so crazy? That just, isn't that just a sign of the times? Um, no, like I couldn't even tell you what her, what her area code is for her phone number. Oh yeah. And I keep meaning to like take phone, like write down phone numbers. I have I'm having all these problems with my phone, too, because I'm realizing like all my contacts are a combination of like uh, iCloud and Google. So I was like, well, I don't want to use Google contacts anymore. I've got it all on iCloud. I turned it off like half my contact list disappeared. It's a whole Tim. Maybe if after maybe if you haven't fallen out of your seat when I tell you about the mnemonic device I used to remember my license plate number I'll tell you about my problem syncing my contacts as well <laughs> it sounds like you already have Tom <laughs> uh what were oh but anyway like I've got this big ass battery and uh like one day recently I was trying to figure out it's like how long could this battery power my electric blanket because I have like mm. an electric blanket for the car, mostly for the dog, but like, you know, as a like, I mean, well, I guess I keep it in the car because it only plugs into a cigarette lighter, but it's like, you know, cool. it's, it's for the dog, but it's also like eh, in an emergency, this might come in handy. Right. Uh, and, and it especially might come in handy if I like had to plug it into this thing. But, you know, I'm looking at the wattage and the voltage and the amperage, and it's like, oh, I don't know how any of this shit works. I couldn't yeah. tell you how, how how this stuff works. And I'm I'm trying to learn more about it, Tim, because I, I like to think of myself as a big battery guy. You kind of are a big battery guy. I mean, I think of it, you just like electronics, though. And so, like, you read about, like, what batteries are going into what consumer products that you plan on buying. Um, right, you know, like what, like the short. You'll be like, oh, don't buy the new MacBook Pro because there was a shortage of this battery, so they had to replace it with this other battery. You and come up with things. It's like I've never. Seen <laughs> I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. Um, 
But I did just buy, uh, well, you know what? I bought some battery sim, but I might want to keep the type of batteries I bought <laughs> under my hat because I don't want anybody getting ahead of me on my list of top batteries. Um, but but I just bought a bunch of bat- batteries. But I bought Al- Congratulations. I bought Al- I bought alkaline batteries because of uh, uh, we'll we'll get into all that stuff too. Tim, I want to talk to you about the first battery. I want to talk to you about the first battery. Hey, that battery park. Maybe you're taught in school, and then uh, I wasn't taught anything about batteries in school. No, there was like an afternoon where they tried to explain batteries to us. I think tried and failed. Well, the person explaining batteries to us, I'm sure, didn't understand batteries either. So, you know, when when we were in high school, mm-hmm. you know, there were kids that went like they like identified like the kids that like were having problem in class, mm-hmm. and they'd be like, "All right, you're gonna like go to like the equivalent of trade school for yeah, yeah, it was boces, um, it was for high school, our, yeah." And everybody was like, ah, those losers and stuff. <laughs> they learned those, practical skills. Those people learned so many more practical things than we ever learned in our stupid school. Yeah, because honestly, if they just explain, if they had a lesson where it was just like, we're going to explain how batteries work, and we're not going to get into a bunch of crazy shit. We're going to explain how the batteries that you buy at the store work and how a car battery works. And like, that's it. (laughs) But we're going to explain it in a way that you'll understand and then you'll have some usable knowledge later on, which I assume is what they did at uh, at places like BOCES where, you know, it's like, oh, we'll teach you to be an electrician. We'll teach you how to work with electricity in a way where you won't get killed or blow anything up. But anyway, Tim, I'm going to tell you about uh, two different batteries, the one you're taught in school and the one I'm going to teach you about. Um, so this was uh, uh, the Italian physicist Alessandro Volta, who you might mm. know as this is where the Mars Volta got their name. Yeah, he's the, the lead singer of the Mars Volta. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he built and described the first electrochemical battery, the voltaic pile, uh, in 1800. This was a stack of copper and zinc plates separated by brine-soaked paper discs that could produce a steady current for a considerable length of time. Volta did not understand that the voltage was due to chemical reactions. He thought that his cells were an, in, were an inexhaustible source of energy and that the associated corrosion effects of the electrodes were a mere nuisance rather than an unavoidable consequence of their operation. So basically, this guy thought he had like... Tom, were you listening to yourself while you said that that whole thing? Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Yeah, but, me too. But this guy thought he, he had created the first battery. I always like when, uh, you know, people like hundreds of years ago stumble across inventions or, or, or just, you know, flat out invent things. And they're like completely wrong about their own invention. He realized like, oh, this guy was kind of an idiot that was just trying stuff. No, you know what? We say that. We're uh-huh. like, oh, what what an idiot. He thought yeah. this. He invented a goddamn battery. Yeah, he thought but it was But he thought it was going to last forever. I One know, idiot. but like he do, has he never eventually figured out. Has he never uh, used batteries before? Has he not? No, they don't <laughs> last forever. 
we always do this. We we were like, oh, these people are so stupid. How did they not know? Mm-hmm. Um, you've never t- made anything. You've never uh, t- discovered anything that you know of. Maybe future generations will will learn about what I've discovered. We'll finally appreciate what you've done. But Tim, I argue once people can zoom out and see the 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 full grandeur exactly. of your masterpiece, it's a tapestry. Tim, uh, I posit that the first battery was actually invented sometime around uh, 150 BC to 223 AD. It's called the Baghdad Battery. So basically, it's this, uh, they're not sure exactly what it is, but they found, you know, an archaeological dig, this uh, set of three artifacts, a ceramic pot, a tube of copper, and a rod of iron. And basically, if you uh, put like uh, electrolytes in there, like, you know, some kind of like a saltwater solution or something, it's a Mm -hmm. battery. So basically, there's a battery that's over 2000 years old. And it's like, well, what the hell were they using batteries for back then? They didn't have phones and whatnot. They think it may have been used for uh, gold plating that that they somehow stumbled across how, you know, a battery works. And they use this to plate silver things into gold things. But they're not sure they they really you know, there's a lot of uh, mystery, I guess, about all this to the point where it might be like, oh, it's just a weird coincidence that, you know, somebody stored a, uh, you know, a ceramic pot, a tube of copper and a rod of iron together. Maybe it was just like, no, these are just, you it know, it sounds like some sort of perverted thing. It could have just been some kind of perverted thing. Um, but, it, oh, it, they use uh, grape juice to make it work. It sounds like. Um, what, but, uh, yeah. Cause you need like a solution in there or, you know, so you use like that or vinegar, I don't know. vinegar you're or telling something me, like you're telling me this, like, I know how a battery works. Tom, <laughs> I asked you to explain how yeah, a battery and I, works. And I essentially uh, described like, how I... it works. <laughs> uh, oh, th- oh, it was looted during the, um, uh, invasion of Iraq in 2003. Oh, great. I don't know if they got it back or not, huh? But anyway, that... Well, that's just, hey, uh, collateral damage in the service of something much greater. Yeah. Hey, we got better batteries nowadays. We don't need that old battery. We don't need to solve some mystery about, like, hey, maybe they were doing crazy things 2,000 years ago that have somehow been lost to the uh, sands of time. Honestly, Tom, if they, like, look... This is not being snarky. Mm-hmm. Like I don't care what anyone was doing two thousand years ago. Just not interested. It could, they could have had like, oh, it was a, oh, it was a, it was a wonderland of inventions. It's two thousand years ago. You're never going to convince me that that's exciting. Tim, I dare I dare you to walk into a Christian church and say that that you don't care what was going on two. I dare you to do that on on Good Friday. And say, I don't care what happened 2,000 years ago. You'll be, I don't know, probably the only person in the church. If it's a Catholic church. (laughs) Tim, we all know that uh, when you got got good clothes on, when you got nice clothes on, you feel good. You feel confident. 
From weddings to work functions to weekends out on the town, it's always the right time to dress to impress, especially in clothes that fit you perfectly. Indochino makes high-quality, custom-fitted suits, shirts, and casual wear, all at a surprisingly affordable price. You can customize everything from suits and shirts to chinos and bomber jackets at prices more affordable than you might expect. Tim, I'm thinking about becoming a uh, bomber jacket guy. Getting one I think of these, you could pull it off. Getting one of these Indochino bombs. I got a new pair of pants from them. Ah, they fit so well. It's like they were made for me because guess what? They were. Indochino offers completely custom fitted suits, shirts, casual wear, and more at surprisingly affordable prices. Get a wardrobe personalized to your style and taste without spending a fortune. Every piece is made to your exact measurements and you can customize every detail you choose the fabric lapel monogram statement linings it fits you and your style perfectly the best part is indochino suits start from 429 dollars and shirts from 79 dollars this season dress to impress on every occasion with indochino get 50 dollars off any purchase of 399 or more by using our promo code guide at indochino.com that's fifty dollars off a purchase of three ninety nine or more at i n d o c h i n o dot com promo code guide. All right, Tom, back back to batteries. Back to batteries. Here we go, Tim. I want to talk about uh, before I get into my my top six batteries. I want to talk to you about the most amazing invention that I had ever owned as a as a young person. And Tim, that was a little invention introduced to me by a man who you might know by the name of Dick Clark on an infomercial called The Supercharger by Buddy L. Dick Clark. Mm-hmm. From New Year's Rockin' Eve and uh, the American Bandstand. Yeah, we were big American Bandstand heads <laughs> growing up. Yep. <laughs> Never he- missed an episode. He hosted a half-hour infomercial for a product called the Supercharger by Buddy L. Tim, what this was was a, a battery charger. And now you're thinking, okay, who gives a shit? I, yeah, I know about battery chargers. <laughs> you read my face, Tom, yeah. <laughs> Tim, this was a battery charger that could charge regular batteries, alkaline batteries. Ones that weren't rechargeable. Yeah, non-rechargeable batteries. The the batteries that you would buy and it would say, do not put this in a charger. It could cause a yeah. fire. This company, Buddy L so- solved it. Buddy, Buddy L and Dick Clark got together and they solved it. And uh, it was just, it was like this little station and you could put uh, any any kind of battery in there and it would charge it up for you. Now, did it work very well? No. But it did work. It worked in his. It, I, but the infomercial was great. <laughs> what? I'm, I'm glad you're interviewing yourself about this because <laughs> I just don't have the inclination to. <laughs> the, <laughs> just keep asking yourself the question. The charger. You'll keep things moving nicely. The thing that was great about the charger, Tim, was that the entire infomercial took a very conspiratorial. Uh, view of all this that it was like, like big battery yeah where it was like ah. the battery companies do not want you to know about this that that this is a, a thing because do you remember when we were kids like rechargeable you know double a batteries and stuff they existed but they like really sucked they were super expensive they didn't supply enough 
power a lot of times. See, Tom, the, you are a battery guy. Because, like, <laughs> uh-huh. I remember that they existed, but right. also, like, I didn't care that much about batteries. I just wanted the uh, But didn't you have, like, power. A, like, a Game Boy or something where you were always yeah. running out of batteries? And guess what? I also had parents that just, like, when I ran out of batteries, I was like, hey, can I have more batteries? And they're like, yeah. But sometimes, what if they what if they were out of batteries? Did you, growing they, they, up, have, like, a battery drawer where it was just, like, a... Like a bunch of batteries where it's like, who knows what charge these batteries have on them. It wasn't an entire drawer devoted right. to it, which it seems like it might have been in, in, <laughs> in your house. This is uh, your battery centric upbringing. It was like the junk drawer, but then there would be some batteries in there. Yeah. And it was always like... Yeah. You know, these could be two batteries that were part of a four pack, or these could be two batteries that died and somebody put them in here instead of throwing them out because they were like, yeah, because that was the thing too. Sometimes like a bat batteries would stop working for like a Walkman, but they had enough juice that you could still use them for like a remote control for a little bit. Right. But That's they, what I'm into. The but, remote control. But they, they couldn't, things. they couldn't reach that peak level anymore. Right. Um, but yeah, so the, but the Buddy L, you take those batteries, you throw them in there, and it charges. Oh, let me tell you this. Uh huh. When we, I think I've seen you by, like, on multiple occasions, buy a um, rechargeable battery kit. Uh huh. Like, you know, oh, when to we're like charge batteries. Like, yeah. Yeah, when you're like, uh, oh, better pick up uh, this, uh, this rechargeable battery thing from, uh, from Home Depot. Mm hmm. You know, when we were on our way to Five Guys for a Five Guys <laughs> Home Depot day. <laughs> Which we, we discussed to... last week, I think. Um, um, and the other thing is that I remember this is the only reason rechargeable batteries were on my radar in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you um, were into radar, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was a real radar kid. I was oh, okay. Sta- well, oh, I'm sorry. I'm looking at that screen going, beep, beep. Wait, waiting for batteries to show up on there. <laughs> yeah. um, no, is that they got Michael Jordan to endorse some uh, rechargeable battery brand. Oh, I and do I was remember like, that. Oh, if Michael Jordan endorses it, these must be cool. And it's yeah. like, he wouldn't do something just for money. <laughs> it never occurred to me that he was even being paid for that. I didn't understand that at the time. <laughs> Michael, um, Michael Jordan. He not only did he not use rechargeable batteries, Tim. He used fresh batteries every time he turned something on. <laughs> oh yeah, he'd be offended if, he, like, uh, if you tried to get him to uh, press up the power button on a remote control with uh, old batteries in it. Oh boy, he'd throw it across the room. He'd be like, do you know yeah. who I am? Do you know how many championships I've won? Um, Show you the rings. But yeah, I I remember. I think I just went through a ton of batteries as a kid. We we seem to like never have batteries. And if there were batteries in the house, I would take them. Uh, you know, I think my parents would like buy batteries for like the smoke detector or something. I'd be like, oh, great. I'll put this in Teddy Ruxpin. Um, yeah, see, I didn't, I didn't go through many. Tom, I was more of like a puppets kind of kid. <laughs> Real weirdo. Yeah. Yeah, I had a lot of like uh electronic things, I guess, that that just like chewed through batteries like nobody's business. Yeah. Um but I do remember like having a Game Boy and a and a Game Gear 
Uh, not in a game girl and not an Atari Lynx though. Um, but they, especially the, the game gear was awful. It would just chew through batteries. So that I had like a, uh, uh, an AC adapter, you know, a wall adapter so I could keep it plugged in while I was playing. It had a, uh, uh, a color screen. It did have a color screen, which yeah, at the time. Uh, took, took a lot of power to run, but it is crazy. Like nowadays when you buy things, so few things need batteries. So many things come with battery with rechargeable batteries built into them. And I think a lot of people take that for granted nowadays that, you know, you, you buy a $10 thing and it's got a battery in it and it tells you, yeah, just plug this into something. Although I've got problems with the USB-C charging standard that I won't get into on this podcast because sometimes uh, USB-C seemed like it was going to solve everything like, oh, great. Now we have all these plugs, but I have so many things that won't have USB-C plugs, but they'll only plug into certain cables. (laughs) It's a nightmare. Tim, have you just started? The story of your life is that you think these very niche (laughs) concerns of yours are like universally felt by everybody. And the fact that like my eyes glaze over when you talk about it, it means that I'm weird. (laughs) Fine, Tim. Great. You know what? Screw it. I'll get to my top six list of batteries. All right. God, I'll just blow the whole (laughs) surprise. Uh, you know, I was going to wait till after the plugs to go over it. No, that that I was going to make this the bulk of my episode. Tim, presenting to you my top six list of batteries in this time in ascending order. Ascending order Ooh. or descending order? I'm going to start at the you're bottom. S- yes, I'm De- going to ascend. But you're go- you're going from the sixth place to the first place? Yes. That's descending order, right? I think so. No, I think that's ascending order because I'm I'm going. Who knows? Yeah, I but guess you're right. Are yeah, the numbers. Smaller. I'm thinking about the numbers. Anyway, Tim, my number six battery, D batteries. D batteries. Explain it. Give me the dimensions. A D size battery. You've you've it's a, seen a yeah. It's D a it's a it's a battery? cylinder. Right. Yeah. It's a battery. And it's thick and it's 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 uh it's a wide load. It's it's thick and heavy. It is a wide load. Um, Tim, I will give the exception that if you are looking for a battery, let's say you're going to like a baseball game in Boston and you want to throw mm-hmm. batteries at the players. Hey, a D battery is a great battery to throw at a player. Or I don't think any. Yeah, if you're only looking, any battery is a good one to throw to. Well, it is if you want to kill somebody. Um, also, and what is this show if not uh, you know promoting? <laughs> I'm not promoting it. I'm just saying. Look, if this is what you're after, you know that this would be. You know, if I tell you a gun is the best way to kill somebody, that doesn't mean I'm in, encouraging you to do it. Right, but then if you send somebody the uh, plans for a three D printed gun, which you encourage people to reach out to you for, <laughs> no, I've never even tried three D printing a gun because it seems way too. Da- it seems like the gun's gonna explode in your hand, Wiley e. Coyote right. style. Um, I would I would never fire a. I watched a thing about uh, I think it was like a Vice thing 
where they have like a yearly competition of like people who like 3D print guns and then like compete over like who made the best. And it actually like shooting each other in the face. No, they're shooting targets and stuff. And like, it's interesting because some people they're purely in it for the like mechanical challenge of like, can I do this? Yeah. But, but then other, but then most of the people are like, this is a gun with no serial number. But it's <laughs> this actually is a gun I'll use to kill the president. <laughs> well, if you kill the president with a gun, they're not going to find you by the serial number. <laughs> that, <laughs> no, that's your you biggest a, concern. Haven't you ever seen in the line of fire? Um, oh, yeah. Because he had the plastic had the gun. Plastic gun. Yeah. But that was so he could get through the metal detector. And he had the exactly, bullets inside his in the uh, lucky, lucky uh, rabbit's lucky foot rabbits, keychain. But, yeah, but Tom, that's what I'm saying. That's mm-hmm. what that's what people could 3D print a gun and do. And, and right, well, this is pe- Tim. This isn't that kind of sick stuff. This is people 3D printing uh, automatic weapons. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but honestly, well, that makes me sleep better at night. Honestly, it's kind of reassuring to watch this competition because you realize it's like. These guns suck. Like these are not good guns. And like putting this together, this like you know complicated three D printed gun costs more money than if this person just went out and bought an AR fifteen. Um, right. So it's like okay, good. This is still impractical. <laughs> That'll give us a little more time before now. This, yeah, exactly. Before <laughs> this runs rampant, before somebody really figures out the best way to do this and then distributes those plans for free. D batteries also good battery, Tim. If you want to put a battery in a sock to try and maim or kill somebody, but other than that. These are the batteries that are, they're too big to be honest with you. They're, they're just, they're just big honkers. These aren't batteries you're going to find. If you, if you have something, all of a sudden it takes D batteries, you're not going to have D batteries laying around. Right. Okay. Agreed. Then too heavy too. too heavy. The number five battery right behind it. C batteries. Like D batteries, but a little bit smaller? A little bit smaller, a little more commonplace, especially in toys, I want to say. I want to say, See, actually, I, Teddy Ruxpin took C batteries. I think D batteries were more, were more commonplace. Yeah, you might be right, because I feel like there were a lot of toys where like you got it, and it was like, oh, awesome. Oh, it says it takes eight D batteries. Yeah, and you're like, this. how am I even going to lift this Teddy Ruxpin off the ground? <laughs> right. I might as well just freaking plug it in. Just well, and have I'm a plug. forgetting about that that was another, like, uh, boom boxes all use, like, mm. for the most part, C and D batteries. Right. Uh, so that was that was a big, and, like, real, like, big boom boxes, like the ones you could walk around on your shoulder with, like, those were, like, D batteries those would take. Like Radio, Rahu- Radio Rahim. Yeah, I'm sure those were D batteries in in his yeah. uh, in his uh, boombox. The number f- well, four battery on my list Ooh. of top six batteries. All right, now, look, Tom. I, now I, I things am, are going to uh, yeah. start getting a little crazy. I was, I was being all snarky before about your <laughs> list, but at this point. But now you're really curious. Yeah. Tim getting a little tingly. Number four, a coin battery, aka a watch battery. Ooh, one that you can eat. 
<laughs> no, in fact, one of the big problems with these batteries is that you can eat them. The other batteries, you, sure, you can eat the other batteries too, but they're harder. But a coin battery, you know, a watch battery, uh, those are real easy to eat. Nowadays, Tom, they make, who they make them taste bitter. So that yeah, could, but that doesn't. Yeah, but like like uh, switch cartridges, Nintendo Switch cartridges have that too. If you lick them, they taste gross. Do you know that? <laughs> Did you figure that out? Uh, <laughs> no, through, uh... no, I learned about it, and then I was like, I don't. Yeah, right. <laughs> I don't how big are this. switch cartridges? You have a switch, don't you? Know how yeah, big the like, cartridges are? I Tom, like switch is covered in three inches of dust right now <laughs> they're um they're about the size of like an sd card like a, a regular size okay. not like a micro sd yeah um i'll tell you this tom mm-hmm. uh somebody who uh recently had a child and yeah. like you take like classes you would think um that the biggest um threat to mm-hmm. any child anywhere is uh a Birds, watch battery a bird carrying them off no, um, I mean, we don't let our kid go outside, so that's not an issue. Yeah, and you're like, like, hey, a bird so brought much, him here. So so much time is spent for them being like, get all of the watch batteries out of your house. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which, like, makes sense. Like, I guess, like, they oh, say yeah. something enough, it means, like, oh, I bet a lot of kids were eating these goddamn watch batteries. Well, so, I, I think why it's... we never know what goddamn time it is in, in this in this home anymore. Yeah, I mean... It's like, I... A, it's like a casino. <laughs> I think it's not necessarily that kids were eating so many, but just, like, how bad it is. Yeah. Like, if a kid eats a quarter or whatever, it's like, well, they'll pass it. But I, I don't know what happens to a battery when a kid eats it, but... I can't I can't imagine it's good. I recently bought a bunch of watch batteries because I've been trying to use uh, I have an Apple watch, but I've been trying to use my analog watch of like a nice uh like Timex that uh that I've been trying to use more to, you know, when I'm like uh being offline, being disconnected. And uh yeah, so I had to buy some uh, look at that. Oh, it's got Indiglow. It's got Indiglow. Yeah. Nice. Um but yeah, so watch battery, coin battery. I also have one of these I use in a uh, uh, teeth whitening device that I have. Huh. That's just like a little disc that like when you're using like white strips, you put this in and it just has like UV lighters. It, it, I mean, who knows? Maybe it's, it's one of those light things. It's huh. one of those light things, but it uses watch batteries. It uses coin size batteries. Huh. How often you got to use that thing? Um, I don't know. I don't use it very often, but I don't know. It's like $13 or something. So it's like, eh. yeah, but I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm, look, I'm not saying that like, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm disappointed that you spent so much money on it. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm curious about the process here. Uh, it's just like a very simple thing. You press a button, a blue light comes out. You, you put it in your mouth. You know, it's got like a, like a mouth guard piece, but then like most of it hangs outside your mouth. You know, it's like a little disc. Uh, and it's just like a set on a timer, 15 minutes, I think. And, uh, you know, it, it beeps and turns off when the 15 minutes is done and your teeth are white as a ghost afterwards. Hmm. I don't know if you're supposed to use it. I think you're supposed to use it with like white strips, you know, that kind of thing. 
Gotcha. Uh, or at least that's when I when I use it. I don't, that might just be me being overkill and like, well, if I'm gonna deal with these white strips on my teeth and being annoying, uh, then I'll, I might as well do this. Yeah. We just, we just lost all of our that's some- all of our UK listeners now too. Why? Because you're talking about teeth whitening? Yeah. Disgust them? (laughs) Why would you do that? (laughs) Upset with you? Yeah. Uh, Tim? Don't worry, Tom. I'd be, normally I'd be worried that you just made a blanket offensive statement Uh like that. Uh Um, Literally nobody is listening 50 (laughs) minutes into this batteries episode. Tim, the number but okay, so it goes D batteries, C batteries, watch, watch batteries. batteries, and yeah. the number four, number three battery. This one's a little bit of a a, a dark horse. <laughs> the venerable nine volt battery. Have you ever licked one? Yeah, Tim, I've licked them so many times. Me, I never have. I'm too afraid. <laughs> oh my god! I'm afraid I'm going to be the guy. That go gets take the bat. Go take the battery out of your smoke detector right now, and lick I don't it. Have a smoke detector? You don't have a smoke detector. <laughs> <laughs> it might wake the baby up. <laughs> um, it's not. It's not bad. It, it's a little bit of a shock, and then like a very weird taste. It's it's kind of fun. Mm. Because it's like the taste, I think it's just being created by electricity or something. So mm-hmm. it's weird because you're like, this has a taste to it, but I'm not really tasting something. I Is can't it like en- a refreshing I taste? I can't encourage it highly enough. No, it's not a refreshing taste. It's a very metallic taste. Oh, is it like, uh, have you tried the new Coca-Cola space flavor? No, but I'm dying to. I saw uh, a report of the week just did a review of it. Oh, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. Tim, I got my eyes peeled for the space flavored uh, Coca-Cola. To me, it should taste like a little metallic and like electrical, right? Well, um, uh, astronauts have said space smells like burnt steak. Hmm. Which which I don't think is too far off from like a metallic type of taste. Yeah. Um, well, we'll see. Yeah, and they they base that on not you know it's not like one of these guys took their helmet off and was like, it smells like uh, steak, and then put his helmet back on. It's like they come back in the airlock, and then once they like take their suit off, there's a different smell, and you know right. presumably that clung sh- to their random yeah. shit from space. Um, but yeah, nine volt battery. What a battery. What I feel like one of the few batteries that you do not see rechargeable versions of this battery out there anywhere. <laughs> you would, know, you would know better than anyone else. Tom. <laughs> and I think it's just because this is like a, a pretty, a fairly rarely used battery, right? Yeah, it like needs a whole like apparatus to receive it that yeah, like is more needs complicated like a little than thing that clicks onto it. Yeah. Um Yeah. It's got like a little plastic cover thing on it, right? Yeah. Like, but but you yeah. see it in uh You know what? It's, it's a very it's a satisfying like click in. Yes. Which I like. You see it in smoke detectors. And I feel like the other place I've seen it a lot are like um, uh, musical instrument accessories, like pedals and stuff, like guitar pedals. Mm-hmm. 
Um, And I don't know why that is. I assume nine volts is more volts than like a regular bat than other types of battery supply. You didn't do this research. Well, you put together your list. Look, I'm just saying if it's nine volts, why are they calling it a nine volt if that isn't uh, somehow unique to uh, to this battery? And I assume it says more volts, not that it would be less volts. I'm trying to look up nine volt batteries, and all I'm finding is sometimes. Uh, hey, Tom, sometimes more volts isn't necessarily better. Oh, uh, it was introduced for early transistor radios. Cool. Um, most nine volt batteries. That's how I used to listen to uh, American Bandstand. <laughs> that was a TV show, right? <laughs> yes, hosted by Dick Clark from the Batteries. America's teenager. Uh, nine volt battery snap is the is the connector. That's what that's what it's called, and that's a pretty good name mm. that accurately describes what it does. What the hell? Other other batteries do nine volts as well? Oh oh no! This is <laughs> I'm looking at nine volt batteries. I guess a lot of other batteries have lower voltage, but this has higher voltage, which is why it's used for some of these things. I think it was also like one of the first consumer batteries. And then after, you know, after more once things the started, general public once they established the general public could be trusted with batteries, they introduced more. Yeah, I think it was like more things are taking batteries. Let's let's rethink this weird battery and, and maybe make it uh better. But hey. Rounder. Still as far as I'm concerned, still the number three battery. <laughs> All right, now we're getting down the to The number it. two battery. Tim, this is the kind of thing where, you know, on like a, a beauty pageant or something, when the second place winner gets announced, everybody you know then knows who the first place yeah. winner is. The number. I mean, that's not how they. That's not how they do beauty pageants. They they do the th- third place, and then they just. Oh, so the should I do? You... Should I do the winner? Should I make this more like a beauty pageant? I've been trying to find ways to make this show more like a beauty pageant lately. <laughs> I mean, wearing this bikini is going a long way for you, Tom. So thank you for doing that. I'll just, you know what? I'll give them. I'll I'll announce them both at the same time. Number two, the AAA battery. Number one, the AA battery. Of course. Of course. What more is there to say? Come on, because that's the order in Quit which fucking you around. need if them. This isn't, yeah, if this isn't, if this isn't ever at least one and two, you're lying to yourself. You're full you're of shit. You're playing yourself. Or, yeah. you, or you're in some kind of niche business with some kind of weird batteries. <laughs> yeah, and we're not interested in your weird niche business. I'm, Stop I emailing might be us. interested. You can send right, me an email. email. Tom, yeah. <laughs> I'd like to hear about these batteries. I'm a big battery guy. But I feel like actually AA batteries have kind of gone the way of the uh, Dodo, which is yeah. funny because it's Dodo and AA. Mm. It makes you wonder if everything with uh with just uh a repeated sound is is eventually going to go away i mean i i got double a batteries are the only batteries in my home right now well tom i know you're gonna be like that phone in your hand no i wasn't even thinking that i double a's are the only free batteries available batteries but you've probably got some triple a's in things how do you know? 
Because you have a Roku and the Roku remote is AAA batteries. I know it because I just replaced it. Tim, that was the 20 batteries that I bought today were AAA batteries. There it is. Really? Yeah. I would have sworn up and down on a stack of Bibles that it was a uh, a AA situation in that no, Roku remote. No, because I think I think AA batteries nowadays, it's like if you're going to put AA's in, then put just a lithium ion rechargeable with like a USB plug. Okay. I think it's well, only. I'm not gonna plug my freaking remote into the wall. That's what the Apple TV. It has freaking. It's like a lightning jack on the yeah, on the bottom I don't of use it. The goddamn lightning. <laughs> yeah, you know, the freaking I think it's, Apple I TV. I think it's fine because you it costs like eight hundred dollars. <laughs> you only have to charge your. I mean, when I was using an Apple TV, you would only have to charge it, I don't know, once every like six months, it seemed like. So it was fine. It would tell you on the screen, like your remote needs to be recharged, you know, plug it in for a half hour and it will be fine for, for a long time. Um, but I think that a lot of those things, they, they've all gone AAA nowadays. That's, that's what I, uh, tend to see in my, uh, travels. A lot mm. of AAA batteries. So, uses. so your ranking is kind of a, a nostalgic look. Oh yeah. A little bit. Cause yeah. D and C batteries. You rarely see anymore. Watch batteries. Well, now we got fancy Apple watches, nine volts. You know, that, that went the way of the transistor va- radio. Triple A and double A. That's that's really what we're down to nowadays. Yeah, I told you I bought this uh this like game, this Game Boy thing that I've been playing. Oh, yeah, you had it right uh yeah right next to you. right on my desk is where I do all my length. my important work. But like this thing's rechargeable, and like I don't know, it lasts like ten hours on a charge. And you yeah. know, as a kid, if I had a Game Boy that could do that, that would have been mind blowing. Do you think Energizer and Duracell are really kind of like uh, feeling uh, shitty? Oh, I I mean, they have to have been feeling shitty for a while. Also, because they've got so many more competitors nowadays with like, I can't tell you the last time I bought an Energizer or a Duracell, Tim. I buy Amazon or Target brand batteries because it's like these are going to be pretty much the same. You know? Yeah, remember when there were, man, the 90s were uh, energized. Like, there's so many parallels between um, the battery industry and the music industry, mm-hmm. I feel like. Um, yeah, you know, because if, so, if, Dur- if, if Duracell came out and they were, because they were always doing this, they were doing basically the stuff that, like, you see nowadays with toothpaste, where it's like, no, your toothpaste is for assholes. This toothpaste is supercharged. <laughs> um, and that's what they did with batteries like crazy. They were like power cell and like ultra life and all these yeah. like crazy things. Remember the copper top tester? You could see how much yes. juice was left in your battery. Yeah. And at first it was just part of the packaging, but then they built it into the batteries themselves once the technology allowed for such a thing. Um, yeah. And I guess that was just a weird like. I guess just like a voltage sensitive strip of paper or plastic or something. That's how that worked. Yeah. The rumor around uh, my parts was that (laughs) you never use it because that actually starts to drain the battery. Oh, come on. I don't think so. I think that that was, I think that was energy. We were an energizer neighborhood. (laughs) Well, I mean, it it would get hot if you were doing that because otherwise where'd the energy go? 
um, into making the light on the That's thing. That's not going to take that much energy. But also, those things never worked, right? I don't it know. Tell I never, you, did. It I never tell had you, the opportunity or inclination or need to use it. It could tell you if a battery was brand new or if it was dead. But uh, but like in between there, it was you know it was the wild west. Yeah, they were they were taking shots in the dark. Yeah. Well, hey, it worked on me, Tim. Th- it- to this day, <laughs> thirty years later, I'm still talking about that copper top <laughs> tester. <laughs> If you like the show, you can find out more at TCGTE.com. You can follow us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Complete Guide. Follow us on Instagram at TCGTE. Follow us on Twitter at Complete Guide. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Tom Reynolds. Follow me at your pal Tim. Hey, if you like some of this 90s nostalgia talk, boy, you got to sign up to our Patreon. Patreon.com slash Complete Guide because we're reading a book called The 90s by Chuck Klosterman all about the 90s. And then we're talking about the 90s. It's like it was the 90s again, but on Patreon, patreon.com slash complete guide. Hey, um, the Discord also? Yeah, Discord. Uh, <laughs> Tom, can, uh, can you say the other things, please? <laughs> Discord, Discord and subreddit, links available at tcgte.com. Um, Tim, any, uh, any battery memories you'd like to share before we wrap things up? Any, any big battery stories you've been saving that you were like, I'll save this for after the plug. It's the way I save my battery rankings for after the ads. Um, I didn't savvy. even, I didn't even get into when I was in college and worked at the TV studio. Boy, these batteries that, that the cameras use, they required a lot of work. Yeah. Because we had dischargers and rechargers because battery memory was a thing with older batteries where it was like, if you only use like 20% of a battery and then you put it on a charger and you did that like a bunch of times, the battery all of a sudden would be like, okay, I guess that's how big I am and would forget it had that other power in it. You always used to get on me for always having my laptop plugged in. You're yeah. like, that's not good for the battery. And I said, shut up, Tom, you yeah. idiot. And then uh, the t- battery in my laptop just like exploded. <laughs> well, you should have listened to me. Should have listened to you, Tom. Yeah. I mean, all that stuff's actually, it's gotten a lot better. You know, every every electronic. <laughs> Tom, you know that you, you asked me if I had any battery members. <laughs> well, I thought maybe then, you don't have any. And, and Well, no, before I answered anything, you talked for, for five minutes. I was straight. giving you room to think. All right, Tim, let's hear, let's hear your battery memories. Let's see if they stack up to any of mine. Is Dick Clark in any of your battery memories? <laughs> No, um, but a little band called Nirvana does factor in. Okay. Um, uh, The only time I can remember ever needing batteries was for my Discman. Mm -hmm. I mean, I was usually just listening to Nirvana. Yeah, because this this men were, this mans were even worse than Walkmans. Right? As yeah, far, and like if they you had took the skip more protection. Energy. Oh, forget, forget it. Forget it. Yeah. yeah. So had to like spin the disc extra fast, maybe? I don't know how that worked. Or just had to like keep music in memory, which probably took a ton of. I think that's yeah. what it was, which also seems like that skip protection for those, those things. Hey, pretty, pretty good technology. Oh, no, it did. Because I remember once the skip protection started getting. Because I never brought this up. Because <laughs> for a while it was like, oh, we have like two second skip protection. 
But then once the skip protection started getting crazy, it would spin the disc super fast. Because otherwise, it would it would have to wait like thirty seconds for the song to play, so it would right. like very quickly spin and get spin fast and start the song and get thirty seconds ahead and then play. Continue. That's it. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, good thing I had my anecdote about the about the disc spinning so fast. Right. Okay. Saved, um, you, saved you once again. You're the battery episode MVP. I'm 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 giving it to you. We don't well, even have to th- hold a vote this week. Tim, it's you know, it's not we a don't title like call up all the journalists, <laughs> the esteemed journalists who vote on this thing. It's not a title I was looking for, but it's one I'll accept with pride. We'll see you next week. That was a HeadGum Podcast.